Well, good morning, everybody. It is great to be with you. And um, excuse my voice this morning if I sound a little more husky or hoarse. It's um, we were outside cutting wood all yes all day yesterday, bringing down some trees, and I think all the pollen just kind of gets to me. So, at any rate, enough of that. We're gonna hop back in this morning with. Uh, continue on in chapter one. I'm going to be in the second half of verse 18 through 26. So um, this is a, a neat section which Paul is talking about his his view of his life in prison and where it's all going to go. Has, I think, a word for us with regards to our attitude about our lives. Uh, so here it is. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and God's provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet what shall I choose? I do not know. I'm torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far, but it's more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith so that through my being with you again, your boasting in Christ Jesus will abound on account of me. So here's Paul in prison, uh, basically looking at his life and saying, you know, I don't really know how this is going to turn out, um, but I do believe that that your prayers for me, this <clears throat> strange combination of, you know, I guess he's saying your prayers really do matter. And if you know, God's will for me is that I would continue to live or be delivered from this so that I can, you know, preach the gospel throughout, um, you know, the Roman empire throughout the known world, then your prayers matter and God's deliverance matters. And, um, and that's what I hope for, but whether that happens or not, I'm not going to just sit here and do nothing. I want my life to be a testimony and I don't want to any way you know, be ashamed of my life uh, because I, I, you know, shrank when I had an opportunity to, to declare the gospel. And then he kind of goes into this thought about, you know, man, what, what would be better? And he's realizing that to, to, to be with Jesus is a better thing. You know, and, and, you know, i I don't think my mother-in-law will ever hear this, so I'm, I'm, I'm safe to say this, but she's, you know, in her late 80s now, and she's lived a good long life, and she loves the Lord, and she oftentimes will say, you know, like if a doctor says, you know, you're healthy, you'll be around a lot of years, she'll say, oh, I hope not, you know, and she's not depressed, and she's not discouraged in this life, she's just convinced that going to be with Jesus and her beloved, you know, family who've gone before her is a better place and a better thing. Excuse me. And I think that's what Paul is getting at, that he recognizes that there's real gain in going to be, you know, with the Lord. Um, But, you know, I mean, yes, it's, 
he, Paul is, I think, saying that his death would actually, if he's martyred, that his death would bring glory to Jesus and, and he would be in, immediately in the presence of Jesus. So he's like, how would that be loss, <laughs> you know, in any way? But at the same time, he realizes that he has significant work to do and it's encouraging and important to the Philippians that he's, you know, that he's there. And I, I read in a, a, a commentary um, that this, his saying that he has a desire to depart, he's, you know, where it says, um, let's see where it is. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far that this is an analogy maybe that was drawn from, or a metaphor taken from, uh, the commander of a, of a, of a vessel, like a shipping vessel who's in a foreign port and he's sitting there in that foreign port, knowing he's far from home and his real desire, his strong desire <clears throat> Sorry, guys. It'll be better tomorrow. His strong desire is to is to you know, dump the cargo and to set sail and go home, go back to his own country and his family. That he wants to be home, but that desire is on the other side. It's it's counterbalanced by this realization that the voyage that he's on and the the, the mission that he's on is probably best served by him staying longer in the in this port that he's in with the vessel that if he were to leave before it's the proper time that it would actually hurt the mission that he's there for um and so while he's there he wants to complete the mission do all that's that needs to be done but he wants to do that as efficiently as possible so that he can get on that ship and go home. And I think that's exactly what Paul is describing in his heart, that he longs to be with Jesus and in the presence of Jesus fully and apart from the sin of the world and all the struggles that he has dealt with in his life on earth. But at the same time, he knows that his work there um, is significant. And as it happens, Paul does survive this time and is set free and is not martyred until later. And I believe he does come to visit the Philippians again after he's written this letter. And so um, this is a powerful insight into the mind of an apostle. And really, I believe it should be our hearts and minds as well, that we don't live for this world. We're not citizens of this world, but ultimately we're willing to stay here as long as Jesus would have us stay here uh, to complete our work and to do our work here. No fear of life. I mean, no fear of death. Um, I guess no fear of life or death. As long as he'd leave us here, we'll work here, we'll be happy, but we have no fear of death knowing that when we die and go on, we go to be with the Lord. And so, um, I don't know, it's very encouraging to me as I read it. I always re- come through this passage and think that's a tattoo passage, you know, to live as, as Christ, to die as gain. You know, that what can this world take from me? There's nothing this world can take from me, even my very life, that God can't build back up in the power of resurrection to be better than it ever was. And so I have full confidence, full trust. I don't know everything. I don't, there's a lot I don't know about God. There's a lot I don't know about this world. I am naive in many ways still at 55 years old, but this one thing I know full well, and I have placed all of my hope and faith and trust in this, that if, if, and when I die, God will raise me up. And so, um, I want to die well when it's time. And I, I want to be like Paul to say, I'm going to live my life fully while I'm here, but to die and to be in the presence of Jesus is gain. I hope you feel the same way um, 
no matter where you are, no matter what stage of life you're in, that Jesus would be your, he would supply the hope, the faith, the motivation to continue to live every moment he's given you until it's time to, for him to call you home. And so, Father, we pray in Jesus' name that you would, um, that you would fill us with faith, that we might be like Paul in, the, uh, in a Roman prison saying, no matter what, I'm not going to be ashamed. I'm going to live my life for you, Jesus. And so whether they keep me in prison, let me loose, whether I'm martyred or set free, um, there's nothing this world can take from me that you can't give me back. And so we thank you, Jesus, for your, your presence with us in this day. In Jesus' name, amen. And Maranatha.